The Extra Sisters. So sit back, relax, and let's get creepy. Welcome to episode 158, and happy Friday the 13th. Yay, it's a holiday. Our first one in 2021. I know. I feel like it's late in the game for, yeah. a, 20, for a Friday the 13th. One every two months, please. Yes, exactly. So we can have an excuse to buy spooky stuff exactly. and make spooky baked goods, mostly. <laughs> Yes. I want to make Halloween cookies a couple times a month or exactly. every couple months. So this one is Friday the 13th. It's Friday the 13th, a new beginning, but it's part five. So this is our fifth Friday the 13th. So they, I've always been fascinated at the whole Friday the 13th franchise. And I've talked about this many times before, like the Friday the 13th fan base as well. Like I know that there are Jason Voorhees stands, right? Like people that just mm-hmm. love Jason logic out the window. We don't care. <laughs> we just love Jason. Right. And this one's very interesting though, because it's not, it's not. It's not, right? Yeah, because now we have a new beginning. Right. Uh, I hated that. Like, why? Because, you know, we had our final last time. And why did they do that? Because they never actually finish a series. They just pick it back up. Well, especially because this one, a spoiler alert, isn't Jason. No. And it's not even, we thought it was maybe going to be Corey Feldman from the last one. Looked like he was going to turn into Jason. But it's no. not even him Mm-mm. either, so that's weird. Yeah, and then we're also using the premise of like a, a like a mental health halfway house, and they're all just crazy people, basically. Yeah, and it's not even like Crystal Lake area. We, where are we? Yeah. Is this even Friday the 13th? Like, we have no idea what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. And also, like, I get that, you know, mental health patients have issues. But, like, most of them don't turn into crazed killers. But, you know, in this case, their doctor is kind of useless, so maybe. (laughs) So, in this one, we do have Tommy coming back. And if you remember back from the last one, him and his sister were the ones that were basically fighting to get away from Jason. And he is, like fighting with all this PTSD. He he was the one that liked to make masks in the last one too as a kid. Yeah. And he basically doesn't talk at all, which I get it, you know, you're you're fucked up, but still Yeah. Like th- we see him right in the beginning and they're bringing him to this new house in the back of basically like, you know, those cop vans where they have the big divider of metal between you and the cops driving. They have that van that they're taking him to this place at. And then he's unpacking and you see that he has a knife. How did they not find that knife on him? If he's in like mental institution after mental institution, he's allowed to just have this knife. Yeah. And also like 
I've been to a mental institution. They basically strip you naked when you go into that bitch. I had to take out my piercings because, you know, anything yeah. you can puncture or cut yourself with has to come out, you know, like you're right. not getting in there with a knife. Exactly. Or back out. Like they I'm sure they checked his shit on the way back out to this new place too. It, it's ridiculous. It they makes no sense. Literally, I guess this is kind of a trigger warning. They literally check your entire body for your existing scars so that they know if you're creating new ones, basically. Like, oh my God. Like, I know that, and that was like a hospital in like the mid 2000s, but still, like, or like early 10s, I guess, like it was like 2010, but still, like, the, it, you don't just have like a mental health facility and not do those things, you know? Yeah, exactly. But also, we're not talking about like a highbrow film here you know of course it's friday the 13th that being said it did have a 2.2 million dollar budget then then check the knives people (laughs) for 2.2 million dollars check and see if (laughs) any of your people have knives right you know and there's like a group of kids here and like from what i understand two of them just like to have sex i don't yeah like that's why they're in this institution they just like to f all the time well, we have to have our sex in yes, Friday the thirteenth, exactly right? And I was kind of reading like some background of this one, and it was like this one was known for like its like intense, like explicit sexual scenes, and I was like, it, it wasn't even that bad, and yeah, it didn't no. feel like it was more than the other ones either. Exactly. What do you mean? In- explicit on like number like the the number or frequency of them was more than the others, and I was like, was it? Because I felt like it was not. Right? I didn't even notice that that was a a thing, really. I was, like, waiting for, like, at least three more in because I read that first. Oh, I see. Yeah, then I bet. I was like, where? I was like, okay, well, at least if it's bad, I can basically just watch porn. (laughs) Like, (laughs) right? No. Mm -mm. Nope. There were, what, two scenes? Yeah, I think so. Oh, my God so explicit i know yeah and it's just boobies yeah they didn't do anything groundbreaking i mean i guess it's still the 80s but but we've seen way worse in others Mm -hmm. even in the 80s yeah what about the booty shorts that we had in the second one like right yeah so and then we have like again the the lovers and then we have a stutterer we have a goth girl and we have this like i don't know a compulsive eater like the fat kid of course Mm -hmm. and then we have this young kid named reggie and then we have the dude that like kills the compulsive eater who yeah yeah yep so that's our group here, a ragtag group of mental health patients. <laughs> and and the, the Reggie, his grandfather, is the facility's cook. Mm-hmm. And then they have these crazy neighbors who literally tell cops that they have a bomb and they're going to bomb the mental health facility. And the cops yeah. are like, ha ha. These fucking rednecks. Oh, my God pretty sure they're cooking meth like they gotta be oh yeah and also the the 
the privilege to be like, I got a bomb and I'm going to use it. And the <laughs> cops be like, that's crazy Ethel or whatever. Right? <laughs> like, yeah. They're like, you don't want to mess with her. And I'm like, just fucking tell her to fuck off. Arrest her. She just yeah. threatened you with a bomb. God. Oh, her name is actually Ethel. That's funny. So <laughs> like, yeah. And then she has this son who doesn't actually think he just like repeats everything that she says. And like this movie's like, the uh, I will give it the Friday the 13th that the gore is usually pretty solid because it started out that way. Yeah, exactly. So they can't just like cut away or like do shit like that where you don't see the kills because that would be a huge letdown for Friday the 13th fans because you started out so strong in the first one and the second one. So if you let up on the gore for Friday the 13th fans, it's literally a slap in the face. Yeah, exactly. Because if the rest of your movie is weak and you also give up on the gore, then literally you have given us nothing. Mm-hmm. You have then why did you do this? You have stripped away everything that Friday the 13th is. You have stripped away Jason Voorhees or the Voorhees family and their legacy, basically. <laughs> their legacy, yeah. Of gore. So I will say it's not as good as some of the other ones, but it, it's still there. And so mm-hmm. as far as like a slasher goes, that part is still intact. Yeah, we get to see eyeballs stabbed. With some, like, pruning shears. That was cool. Yeah. And the first kill is this kid killing this other kid because he gets frustrated with him with an axe. Yeah. He's sitting there chopping wood. And also, yeah, if somebody's chopping wood and they seem annoyed, maybe back off. Just saying. Yeah, which he does. He's like, dude, like, stop. And the guy, he, the kid, like, doesn't stop. And is like, what's your problem, man? Or some shit like that. And then he, like axes him in the back and so yeah yeah especially a mental institution place where people maybe don't have all those faculties available to stop themselves from acting axing somebody yeah back up just Just don't give them an axe in the first place maybe i don't know also that yeah (laughs) like he seems to be the angry one why are we having him chop wood (laughs) Hmm. so he's Vic is the one who like killed the dude in a fit of rage and kills him with an ax and he gets arrested. And that night two other people are murdered by some guy in their car and they're just some random people. Their car breaks down on the side of the road and they're killed and a waitress and her boyfriend are all oh, that's another sec like sexy scene i guess she just like staring herself at herself in the mirror and mm-hmm. she's like you're so hot and i'm like all right sis go off yeah and the dudes with the car like there's one guy who's driving and you can tell like this car is his baby but he's having his friend go fuck with the engine and he's like figure it out dude figure it out why isn't it starting why isn't well you're the one who fucking bought the fucking car you figure it the fuck out right <laughs> so annoying <laughs> Well, he gets killed, so you don't have to deal with him. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah, that was nice. And then the waitress and her boyfriend, these are, again, just no-name characters that are on there for the kill count, are Mm -hmm. killed the next night. And so the sheriff actually thinks that Jason Voorhees is back. And, like, the other, like, I think it's, like, the mayor or something or somebody in power is, like, 
no fucking way you're an idiot like he's dead in the ground jason Voorhees didn't come back from the dead and you as the viewer is like well there's like 18 of these films so like clearly he did (laughs) right exactly you know and well we don't ever know why he comes back he just always does right but somebody's killing them as jason like who knows Mm -hmm. you know so there's also that Tommy could be. I mean, he's the one that's still having all these terrors of Jason showing up in his room or standing outside his window. He pulls a Michael Myers at some point, you know, just mm-hmm. stand in there. So it could be Tommy. Mm-hmm. So he's a, he's a suspect. So the next morning, the couple that just has sex all the time <laughs> goes into the woods which i get you know voyeurism and you want to just like go have sex in the woods but just as like a general idea for lots of reasons bad bugs <laughs> yeah sunburn yeah axe murderers not a good idea <laughs> <laughs> so they are seen ethel has like this person working for her and ethel again is the crazy redneck neighbor and he just is like watching them. Also, that—that's another reason why you shouldn't do it. You never know, right? People just watching you in the woods. I guess you just have to accept that, though, if you're gonna just like do it in public. Yeah. Somebody could like. I'm not saying it's right, but like <laughs> somebody could just be like, hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess if they're just out in the woods, like I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna peek. You they know? came to my area. I'm not gonna walk away. Exactly. This is a public property. So, but the farmhand's just like watching them and he gets murked while he's watching them. And so then, you know, like, all right, well, I guess as soon as you knew there was a couple that liked to have sex, they were goners. Well, of course. Yeah. It's like the rules. And it's part of the rules like that. I mean, it was there before Friday the 13th. Like we've seen that in Halloween and, but like, especially Friday the 13th made that like a set in stone rule, you know? Yeah, we got to kill the uh, sluts. Exactly. Like the trope character has to die. The trope couple that has sex, they got to go. You're going to die. Mm-hmm. You can't have sex in horror movies. Sex is bad, Amanda. It's dirty and naughty. And you're going to die naked and ashamed. <laughs> <laughs> With all of your just stripped away like... You came into the world, you went out the same, <laughs> screaming and naked. But after having sex, like, I mean, that seems like a pretty good time. I don't know. Like, if I was naked and everything, I'd be, like, <laughs> pretty upset about it. Yeah. Ain't got no running shoes on or nothing. <laughs> you ain't got no chance. And then if you are running and you do get to a road or something, you have to get in somebody's car, let's say, for <laughs> example. You're just like, don't look at me. Just take me to safety. Like, right. can you buy me a towel? <laughs> you know? <laughs> you have a jacket or anything in here. Yeah. Like a sheet. <laughs> Dog towel. I don't know. Something. <laughs> but yeah, instead, they get killed. Yeah. They get their eyes chopped out. That was pretty cool. Yep. 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 They sure do. Eddie actually finds her murdered. Like, he comes back. After washing off, after having sex. Also, it seems like a bad idea to wash off in a creek, leeches. I don't know. Yeah, agree. <laughs> <laughs> I just would not do that. And yeah. he, like, sees her that he got 
she got murdered and then he also gets murdered. And then Reggie, the little kid, is asking his grandfather to go visit his brother. I think his brother's name is Damon, but it's spelled Demon. Yeah. This was also a weird part. Mm-hmm. But like it was, it just felt this thing felt so like hodgepodge together. Well, it's so one of the big things with this one is with the other ones we were we had a group of people that were going somewhere, so we could mm-hmm. accumulate the victims accordingly. You know, we were going mm-hmm. to Crystal Lake, or in I think the last one we were going to Crystal Lake, and then they had a confrontation with bikers, and so the bikers also followed them there. So then there were mm-hmm. a couple more victims. In this one, like, he wanted to go see his brother, so we went to go see his brother, and his brother had a girlfriend, and so they visited them, and Pam went with them, and Pam is the guy that runs the mental hospital's girlfriend, I think, and when they left, the brother and girlfriend got killed, so we needed to add more victims. Well, how are we going to add more victims? Well, we have to give the mental health patients some family so they can go visit the family, and then we can get Mm -hmm. the killer to the family, and so we kind of had to add in auxiliary characters however we could, you know? Yeah, definitely. He's also just, like, in a van and then goes to use this huge porta potty and then his girlfriend's, like, shaking it on the outside while he's trying to, like, crap in there. <laughs> That's weird. No, no, no. I stay far away from whatever Connor's doing in the bathroom. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to fucking go over there and shake it and scare it out of him. I'm good. You need some help in there. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so there's like a two more body count. And I think another thing with Friday the 13th is you just get the body count as high as possible, Mm -hmm. but you still have to make it make sense. Like there wasn't really a point to having the two guys in the car or the random diner couple other than he's on a killing spree. Right. So we also have like the obviously like, Pam and Reggie are the ones that are together. They go back to the mental hospital and, or the, the house, the halfway house, I guess we'll, we'll call it. Cause that's what it is. All the other kids are still there. And basically they just start getting picked off one by one. And they all, they all die except for Pam and Reggie. And then they wake up and Jason is, there and they have to run away from him and it's a whole thing there's a long chase in the woods they find matt which is the owner of the halfway house and reggie which is really sad because reggie's grandfather dies and i liked him he was like the only reggie and his grandfather are the only ones i really cared about the whole time (laughs) agreed and so they're they're done and then jason they lure him into a barn and the little kid reggie runs over him with a tractor and they do this thing that they always do in horror movies and they're like oh yeah he's dead and he drops the machete and they don't grab it and like chop his head off or something yeah it's so dumb come on double tap you gotta make sure he's dead if i'm ever attacked by someone and they drop their weapon i'm grabbing their weapon chopping their hands off like stabbing Correct. them like anything they could use to come back and kill me it's all coming off their body <laughs> like Correct. i mean what are the cops gonna say like he was fucking chasing me with it i fought back what are they gonna do to you yeah i know 
so they also like have to continue to run because he fucking comes back like they always do you know no way yeah just for a moment though because then he's thrown onto a bed of spikes because Tommy comes back and is into the mix. Cause we, we think it's Tommy's been missing the whole time because like he's a possible suspect. So you think this could be Tommy the whole time mm-hmm. and which would make sense. Like, right. but also that would be too predictable. Right. Yeah. But then they like kind of go that way anyway. So, it's not Tommy. Tommy faces off with his biggest fear. He has to get revenge. And he throws him onto a bed of spikes below the barn and kills him. And the hockey mask comes off. And it's the, a fucking random paramedic from the beginning. And one of the paramedics that came when that kid Joey was axed, he couldn't look at the body. And it ended up being his son. And so then he snapped and he was inspired by Jason and started going on killing sprees. And Tommy, then in the hospital later, has hallucinations of Jason. But he faces his fears and makes him disappear. But then... He hears Pam approaching and smashes the window to appear as though he has escaped. But when Pam rushes in, Tommy appears from behind wearing Roy's hockey mask and has a kitchen knife. So, you know, is he going to be Jason in the next one? Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, Who knows? We probably do know, but we don't know. (laughs) We don't know yet. And that's the thing, like. They are trying to make it make sense, obviously, but, you know. doesn't. I mean, I guess if Jason's just a bunch of different characters. But I feel like. Why do we call him Jason? Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, this one definitely, like, okay. If you want a slasher with some blood it's whatever like if you just wanted to watch i think i I feel like i say this for all friday the 13th (laughs) every single one of them except for the first one and maybe the second one i don't remember what like they all kind of run together i feel like you can like watch this movie and it's a slasher and somebody's running around killing people and it's like sufficient enough for that but it's definitely like not the best one. There are so many other slashers that you could watch before this and get more satisfaction out of. Definitely. Especially for this being a Friday the 13th. There are other Friday the 13th you could watch before this and get more mm-hmm. satisfaction out of. Like yes. the first 3. Yeah. Definitely. Like the fourth one may. But like definitely the first 3. Yeah, I didn't like this one at all. I was even looking at, I know you'll probably talk about the Rotten Tomatoes, but I was looking at the Rotten Tomatoes of all the Friday the 13th, and this is the second worst rated one. The only one that's worst rated is Jason Goes to Manhattan. Jason so. Goes to Manhattan. It sounds like a Mary-Kate and Ashley movie. <laughs> I know. I know, right? Or I think it's Takes Manhattaners. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but when, when he goes to New York, like that's the only one that's worse rated than this one right now, and uh I'm, I know you'll get around, you'll talk about it, but for me, one out of five. I hated this movie. It was so boring. We'll never watch it again. Yeah, so <laughs> the 
I, I definitely feel like it just kind of they it was churned out like a, a lot of, some of the Friday the 13th are more churned out than the others and by that I just mm-hmm. mean like studio did it to get it you know what I mean mm-hmm. <sighs> that's what I'm gonna say now did it to get it. <laughs> so Rotten Tomatoes the critics gave it a 19% and the audiences gave it a 26% for the fact that I thought that you could watch this as a slasher and still be satisfied by it and I wasn't totally bored the whole time I would I wouldn't say but it definitely wasn't like satisfying anything that I had that I needed but I also wasn't going into it at, like needing anything. But I'm also not a huge Friday the 13th fan to begin with. I'd probably give it a two out of five. Mm-hmm. But I definitely wouldn't necessarily recommend this if you wanted to watch a Friday the 13th film. Unless you were like binging all of them because that's what you right. wanted to do. Now for the sake, if you're watching them and keeping up with us, obviously put it in the mix. Because that's the one we're on now, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it's not like I was furious at it. I think that there will be some coming that I will be like upset at. So that's yeah. why I'm not giving it a one because when I watched it, I was just like, all right, like it is what it is. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, it didn't just make me want to like yeet my TV across the room. <laughs> like some, some films do that and this yeah. one didn't. So for that, I will give it a two. Give it a two. Yeah. I just wanted it to be over. Like, <laughs> I, yeah, and Please. I I didn't feel that strongly about it. So, and the the gore was at least fairly well done. I felt like because it has to be for you yeah. to maintain the Friday the Thirteenth title. So, right. Thank you for hanging out with us for this review of Friday the Thirteenth, and I hope you have a good Friday the Thirteenth and enjoy your spooky day. Your like token spooky day that's not Halloween. <laughs> Your extra holiday. Exactly. You can hang out with us on all of our socials. Everything is the Extra Sisters podcast except for Twitter, which is at the Extra Sisters. And if you'd like to hang out with us on our Patreon, it is patreon.com slash the Extra Sisters podcast. And next time, the house looked like an easy target until they found what was inside. Till then, stay creepy. <laughs>